Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today, I would like to give you a break from the heavy message for a few Sundays. I know that quite a heavy message in the past three Sundays. So today, I would like to come back to the subject that I preached, I think almost a year ago, the subject of the blessing. And when I study these scriptures regarding the word, the blessing, I can see it in my own life that it really happens in today's People, not just only people in the Old Testament or the New Testament in the Bible, but it can happen today. So we can learn from the scripture. Many times as Christians, when we see each other, you say, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Or you type in the email or letter, you say, God bless you. But I don't know how many times you understand the meanings of the word the blessing or what it means when you say, God bless you. So it's good to understand from the scripture and have experiences of the word, the blessing, which I'd like to review a little bit by reading the book of Genesis, chapter 21, verses 26 to 28. Genesis, chapter 1, verses 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us very important subject or truth that is recorded throughout the Bible from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. That is the blessing of God. We want to understand, we want to have faith in the blessing and have faith in the power of the blessing and experience the blessing of God, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We believe you are the God of the blessing and the God of abundant life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. When God created Adam, he spoke the word of authority. And with the power of God, the dust was formed into the body. But at the beginning, the body of Adam was lifeless. So he breathed the breath of life or the spirit of God into that lifeless body. The spirit of man came into Adam and he became a living soul, body, and spirit at that moment. This is how God works even today. God works by speaking the word of authority and then the spirit moves and miracle happen. And as believers, we do the same thing. We speak the word of God from the Bible. We speak the word of God from the Holy Spirit, the Rema. 
and the logo. And then we believe the Holy Spirit moved for us and miracle happened, either healing or miracles or deliverance or provision. And after Adam opened his eyes and he started to hear the sound on this planet Earth, the first thing he heard is that God say, I blessed you. I bless you. The first thing, the first thing that hit the eardrum of Adam was the blessing. Multiply, fill the earth, and have authority over the creation of God. That is the first thing. And God put him in the Garden of Eden, the place of no sickness, the place of Relationship with the tangible presence of God. Every evening in the cool of the day, God would show up and he and his wife fellowship with God. He has no lack, no poverty. He has everything he needs. He just has to fulfill the calling of God in his life. That is to spread the blessing. The blessing will go into his children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And he needs to spread the Garden of Eden all over the world. Keep expanding the land of the Garden of Eden all over the world. And at the same time, spreading the humanity with the blessing on them. Unfortunately, Adam made a big mistake. He blew the blessing away instead of holding on to the promise of God, to the Word of God. He listened to the lie of the devil. He listened to the cunning words of Satan that came in as a serpent. And he disobeyed God. He rebelled against God, he and his wife. He really gave that authority and the blessing away. The devil took the authority. The blessing disappeared. The earth and humanity became cursed by the sin of Adam and Eve. And that's what's happening everywhere in the world now. People who don't know Jesus are living in the curse under the authority and power of Satan. That's why we see sickness and disease and poverty and relationship broken everywhere. Family broken down because man who does not know God is living in the curse of disobedience. But thank God, the original plan of God has never changed. The first plan in the Garden of Eden is the blessing for mankind. After Adam fell, he looked for another man who wanted to walk by faith, obey him, and live for him. And that man named Abraham. His name is Abraham. Then we have the terminology in the Bible called the blessing of Abraham. Abraham made a covenant with God, obey God. And the same blessing that was on Adam came upon this man named Abraham. And the blessing will pass on to Isaac, Jacob, and to the seeds, S-E-E-D-S, seeds of Abraham. And the seeds of Abraham is not only the Israelites or the Jewish people, but including men and women like you and me who believe in Jesus. We are the children of Abraham by faith. We are the seeds of Abraham. And that blessing also come upon us as well. How does the blessing of Abraham or the blessing of Adam come upon us? Come through one man 
and I'm going to read the scripture to you in Genesis chapter 26, verse 4. This scripture talks about Isaac, the son of Abraham. And I will make you descendants, multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to you descendants all these lands, and in your seed, S-E-E-D, no S, one seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Who is that singular seed? The seed that will bring the blessing to, to all over the nations around the world. Whether you are the Chinese, the Mandarin speaking, the Spanish speaking, or Laotian, or Vietnamese, or American, whatever nationality all over the world can receive the blessing of Abraham or the blessing of Adam. Let's look at another scripture. Galatians chapter 3, verses 15 to 16. Brethren, I speak in the manner of men, though it is only a man's covenant, yet it is confirmed no one annuls or adds to it. Now to Abraham and his seed, singular seed, not multiple seeds. We are the seeds with S, but this is singular seed, seed were the promises made. He does not say, and to seeds, as to of many, but as of one, and to your seed, who is Christ, who bring back the blessing of Adam to mankind, to humanity. Who is that seed? The Bible says clearly, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We repent of our sin. We become joint heir with Christ. And we become the joint heir to the blessing of Adam and the blessing of Abraham. As a Christian, we have the right to receive the same blessing that Adam received. As a believer, as a born-again believer, we have the right to receive the same blessing that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob received. Through Jesus Christ, the seed of Abraham. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. I'm reviewing right now. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. That is in New King James Version. In the NLT, the scripture tells us the first Adam became a living person, but the last Adam, that is Christ, is a life-giving spirit. We have the first Adam recorded in the book of Genesis. The first Adam blew it. The first Adam lost the blessing. And then the Bible talks about the last Adam. We don't need any more Adam. We have only two Adams. The first Adam and the last Adam. Why the Bible called Jesus the last Adam? Because Jesus never sinned, never disobeyed the Father. Adam lost the blessing, the first Adam. But the last Adam, Jesus obeyed the Father 100% fulfill the calling of the Father. He was walking in the fullness of the blessing. And not only that, he overcame death. He overcame sin. He died on the cross. He was resurrected. 
and he became a resurrected immortal man. The last Adam still alive today, giving life to all of us from heaven. He is at the right hand of the Father, and he has the job to give life to his people on earth. Here, he distributes life. He is the blesser. He is the one who brings the blessing of Abraham back, even though he was born as a man. But he had the right to hold to that authority and the blessing of Adam, because he. Obey the Father hundred percent. In the book of Revelation, chapter twenty-one, Jesus say, "I am the Alpha and the Omega." He say that I am the beginning and I am the end. I am the last. What does it mean? When God created the earth and created Adam, Jesus was there. He was at the beginning, and now he is the last Adam. He is at the end. He finished it. He got the blessing back. He destroyed the curse. He got the blessing back from humanity. The original plan of God never changed. The first book talk about the Garden of Eden with the tree of life in the midst of it. But the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, chapter twenty-two, verses one to five, talk about the garden again with the rivers flow out of the throne of God, with the tree of life. With the fruit, no sickness, no disease, no curses, no bondage anymore. The original plan of God, the blessing, the Garden of Eden, was done by God. A true Jesus Christ, eventually He's gonna come back to establish the final Garden of Eden again, the place of the presence of God, and we're gonna be there for eternity with God. Amen. So now we are living on earth here. We must agree to live in the blessing of Adam. The Bible say people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. If I live in America and I don't know the law of the country, I can get into trouble. I may drive beyond the speed limit and get a ticket. Nowadays they have camera everywhere on the on the intersection, and if you don't stop at the stoplight before you turn right, even at the red light. They camera you and they send you the ticket because you don't know the law or you break the law. In the same way, if we don't know the Bible, we will be destroyed. Many Christians on earth don't understand the subject of the blessing, so they never take a hold of it. They never have faith for it. Therefore, they never live in the blessing. They don't even know how to live in the blessing because they are not taught. They are not educated. My job as a pastor is to teach you everything in the Bible and make sure you know what the Bible says. And today you know now the blessing is the original plan of God. From the first day, the first man opened his eyes, and the blessing is still the plan of God today. He still want to put the Garden of Eden and the blessing everywhere on earth. And until the Book of Revelation, chapter twenty-two, the last thing still. The blessing of God. The blessing of God is the original plan and ongoing plan of God. Now we know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. What we need to do, we need to believe that through Christ Jesus, we can have the blessing. We need to believe and have faith that through Christ Jesus, we can experience the power of the blessing. Jesus went through all the sufferings. 
In order that we can receive the blessing of Adam back, we were cursed, and now we are blessed through Christ Jesus. And after we learn this, we believe it. Then we receive it by faith. We speak it. We act on it, and we expect it every single day, every morning. When I wake up, I expect the blessing of Abraham upon my life. I expect that God going to be with me at my job, at my surgery. Everywhere I go, the blessing of God will be upon me, and the blessing of God should be upon everybody in the local church and in the churches around the world upon the body of Christ. Jesus did His part already. He came on the earth. He did not sin. He obeyed the Father. He died on the cross. He took the curse. He took the penalty of sin. He did everything He could. He was raised up to the heaven now. Now it's our job. We need to do our part. Everyone, point to yourself. I need to do my part. Jesus did his part. I'm going to teach you what is your part to get the blessing. Okay, we need to know our part. The first thing we need to do is to get the truth into our life by reading the Bible, by listening to the good teaching. Think about this. What happened to Adam? In the Garden of Eden, in the Genesis chapter three, still happening today. Listen carefully. Adam was in the best place, Garden of Eden. He has the assignment from the Father to spread the blessing all over the world through humanity and also the land, the place, expand the Garden of Eden out. And while he was enjoying the blessing of God, one person show up. The Bible called the thief. Who came to steal, to kill, and to destroy? Who is that? The devil. The devil showed up in the garden and began to speak the word of doubt, put doubts in the mind and confusion in the mind of Adam and Eve. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve listened to him and lost everything. Today, the devil still do the same thing. If it were you, in Genesis chapter three, what would you do? I was thinking, if I was Adam, and I saw the serpent, and my wife talked to the serpent, what would I do? Maybe I would do the same thing like Adam, but this is my prayer that I would do this way. I would say that, who are you? I was here in the garden before you show up here. Oh, I believe in the promise of my Father in heaven. He promised me the blessing. I live in a good life here. I have the blessing of God. Hey, I'm not going to question the word of God that spoke to me when I opened my eyes. Oh, I'm not going to listen to you. I decide to obey God. I'm not going to touch that fruit on that tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. I'm gonna keep obeying my father. I'm gonna trust in the promise of the father that I am living in the blessing, and I'm gonna expand the garden of Eden all over the world. Get out of here! Get out of here! That's what I would do. But you think Christians do that today? I don't think so. A lot of Christians are still doing the same thing like Adam is doing. So what I try to say is this: You and I are still in the same situation like Adam. 
Even though we receive the blessing of God through Jesus Christ, through the seed of Abraham already, the blessing, the power of the blessing is the seed on the inside of us. It's potential power to produce, to multiply, to make you successful, to prosper you, to keep you in good health, to live a divine in divine health, to touch anything you bless. Everywhere you go, you are blessed. That is in you already. But the devil is not stopping to try to come and steal that blessing from Christian even today. What happened to Adam still happened to us today. That the devil will try to come in in a different way. In the Garden of Eden, Satan came in with the word of deception and lies and doubt, kind of put doubt. The devil may come to you through human. May lie to you or come through false doctrine. The devil may come to you through try to throw sickness to you, make you feel discouraged. Maybe try to steal money from you. He will continue to destroy the blessing of Abraham or the blessing of Adam in your life. He still continue until you leave this world to go to heaven. So what you need to do? Okay, this is the fact of life. Every one of us gonna get attacked. Gonna get. Test and tempted, temptation. We should not do the same way Adam did. What we need to do is to stay in the faith. You have faith in what God say in the Bible. Adam did not stay in the faith. He just gave up the blessing. He said, "Oh, the blessing is not important. I don't believe anymore. I'm going to do my own way. I'm not going to do God's way." You need to keep the faith. And you need to learn how to kick the devil out of your garden, out of your house, out of your territory. When the devil walks in, you say, "I have the blessing. I believe the blessing belongs to me in Christ Jesus. I have authority. Devil, get out of here. Sickness, get out of here. I have authority in the name of Jesus, the name that is above all names, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess." That he is the Lord. We need to exercise authority. Don't do like Adam, just to yield and let him come into the garden and do whatever he wants. He say, "Get out of here right now in Jesus' name. I don't accept this. I don't accept your lies. I don't accept your deceptive words. I don't accept your way, the sickness, the poverty, the broken home, whatever. I don't accept sin and temptation. Get out of here in the name of Jesus, and you just stay in the Word." And you keep being filled with the Holy Spirit, because the Spirit of God is the agent, is the person who brings the blessing of Abraham upon your life. You need to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will lead you and prosper you. This is how we fight with the thief in Ephesians chapter six, verses ten to sixteen. Finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil attack Adam. The devil still want to attack us today in this generation. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. God did His part. 
Jesus did his part on the cross. He did that, his part at the whipping post. Now we have to do our part. What do we need to do? Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, everyone say, "Having done all." Everyone say, "I do my part." I do my part. Don't push responsibility to God, and say, "Quesela, sela." Whatever will be, will be. You need to do your part. Amen. God did His part; it's done. Deal. We need to do our part. I haven't done all to stand. Stand therefore. What does it mean when Satan show up in the Garden of Eden? Adam should stand up and say, "Hey, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to only God. Get out of here." Having girded your waist with Truth. So now the apostle Paul tried to explain how to push the stealer, the robber, the thief, the killer, and the destroyer out of your life who try to steal the blessing from you. I don't want anyone to steal the blessing from me. How? Number one, put the truth around you. In other words, as Christian, we need to be diligent in reading the Bible. Go to the Bible class, meditate on the Word, listen to all the teaching. That's the reason why we don't sell our CD here. We put all the teaching in the YouTube and internet, so people can do their homework. Having done all, they need to listen, listen, put the truth into your life, put the truth into your life because the truth will protect you from the lies of the enemy. When you know the truth, then you can differentiate the truth and the lie. If you don't know the truth, deception come in. You will not be able to tell. So you need to keep listening, keep learning, reading the Bible, having put all the breastplate of righteousness. What does it mean? The second thing, beside getting into the Word of God, number two, you need to live a life of obedience. Righteousness means obey God. When God says something, do it. Don't be rebellious. Live a righteous life, amen. If God warns you something, you know I make a lot of mistake in my life as a minister. When I was a young minister, I have a lot of wrong ministry concept in my life. And when the Word of God confronted me, when the Holy Spirit confronted me, I repented right away, and I I'm happy to change the way I think. I change the way I minister because I want to live a righteous life. Put the righteous, the breast. Plate of righteousness. Don't be rebellious. Don't sin against God. Live a righteous life. Having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. A lot of people think that oh, it means just preach the gospel. Actually, what it means is this: you don't only get the truth in, obey God, live a righteous life. In this way, you can protect yourself from the devil. Number three, get involved. Put shoes on your feet. Mean walk. Don't just sit around doing nothing. Don't just listen to the sermon. Go home and watch TV. Get involved. Put put your shoes on. Go out. Preach the gospel. Plant churches. Spread the gospel. Make disciple. Help in the ministry. Get involved in the ministry in the church to make the gospel go out, and people will come to know the Lord. Don't just live day by day for your own. House and hoard a lot of things in your life. Have many nice car, big house, and you don't care about the gospel. 
live your life for the gospel. Amen. Amen. Get involved in building churches, helping people, minister to people. Amen. Amen. That's how we can protect ourselves from the devil. Above all, taking the shield of faith. We need to stand in faith. With which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. My dear brother and sister, the devil is going to keep attacking us. What we need to do is to get into the truth, obey God, live a righteous life, get involved in the ministry, and stand in faith so that we can protect ourselves. Stand in faith. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Everyone say, obey it. You obey in front of the pastor, and you obey even the pastor is not around. You obey God in front of people, and you obey God in the secret, behind the scene. You obey, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. We need to fear God. We need to work out our salvation. Jesus did his part. We need to do our part. We need to work out our salvation. Put the whole armor of God in. Obey God. Get into the word. Serve God. Stand in faith. No matter what come. I thank God for Pastor Dad this morning when I heard the bad news from the ICU at Overlake that my patient really got into trouble. She said right away, we're going to stand in faith. We're going to pray right now. While I was talking to the nurse, she said in Jesus' name, the patient is going to turn around. And otherwise, I would not be standing here right now. I will be in the operating room right now. Faith. We stand in faith. God turn around. You see, we need to have faith. Amen. Do our part. Many times as Christian or as human being, we tend to walk by feelings. We tend to walk by what we see. We walk by sight. And maybe we don't see the healing come at the time that we wanted. Or we don't see money come in to pay the bill soon enough. Or we don't see the problem in our family resolved soon enough. We begin to get discouraged and depressed. And our faith starts to go down. We become depressed and discouraged. And we begin to say, I wonder that the subject of the blessing of Abraham is true, or Pastor Love just make it up. You start to wonder, God is re- really love me? I wonder, are I going to come out from this sickness or not? I wonder, the Garden of Eden going to become real to me? Wonder, wonder, wonder. I want to tell you, we are not in the camp of the wonder. We are in the camp of faith. We need to get rid of the word wonder or doubt out of our vocabulary. We should not wonder. We should stand in faith and believe that we're going to be in the Garden of Eden. The blessing of Abraham belongs to me. And I can experience it's going to become materialized in my life. I'm going to see it in my own life. Get out of here, devil. Don't give me the word wonder. Get out of here, devil. I don't want to hear the word doubt. I don't want to hear the word sickness. I don't want to hear the word disease or poverty or failure. I have the blessing of Abraham. Amen. 
what we need to do is to follow Proverbs chapter 4, verses 22-22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Listen to the good anointed teaching all the time. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the words of Christ. Christ means anointed. Listen to the anointed teaching all the time. Do not let them depart from your eyes. What does it mean? From now on, everything in your life, you look at your life situation through the perspective of the Word of God. You put the Word of God upon you and let the Word of God become your eyeglasses. You look at your life from the perspective of the Bible. No matter what happened, the Word of God comes first. The Word of God will work for you if you put your faith in the Word of God. Amen? So don't let the Word of God depart from your eyes. For example, when I see my son Paul, or my daughter Sanida and Joy, or my grandchildren, Josiah Nora, when I look at them, I look from the perspective of the Bible. God, you say, I have the blessing of Abraham. And the blessing of Abraham, because I obey God, I build a church, I repent quickly, I live a righteous life. The blessing of Abraham in me is going to go down to my three children and my grandchildren. No matter what I see now, I don't care what I feel. I believe in the Word of God. The blessing is going to go down to the thousand generations. I look at it, look at the situation from the Word of God. Amen? How many people promise God you're going to look at the situation from the perspective of the Word of God? Amen. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. My brother and sister, the blessing is the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And that blessing belongs to the seeds of Abraham, you and me. And it will go on to your seeds, your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. If they continue to believe in Jesus and obey God. This is what you should do. You should do like Abraham. Abraham make a covenant with God. Abraham obey God in everywhere. Why Abraham has so much blessing? Because he's a man of faith. And God blessed him to have Isaac when he was an old man. Then he obeyed God. God said, get out of that country, go to another land. And he did not even have a map. He did not know how, how to get there. He just walked out by faith and followed the Spirit of God day by day. He was a man of obedience. When God told Abraham, hey, get your son Isaac up on the mountain and sacrifice him. Abraham did not have doubt. He believed that God can resurrect his son from the dead. He took the son up to the mountain, get ready to kill. He was a man of obedience. He was a man of faith. That's why God honored him so much. The blessing of Abraham. But Abraham said to Isaac, Isaac, I make a covenant with God. The blessing of Adam is upon me. Now the blessing of Adam is going to be upon you too. When Isaac was growing up, he realized that he needed to obey God. He needed to get into the Word of God. He needed to expect the blessing of God. And he's going to walk in the blessing. When Isaac grew up, God show up to Isaac and say, Hey, the blessing of Abraham is on you. What I try to say is this. You are the dad in this room. 
all the mom in this room. It's your job. What you need to do is to walk in obedience, stay in faith, and you teach your children the same way Abraham taught his children. You say, son and daughter, you need to obey God. Keep your faith in Jesus Christ. Keep building the church. Read the Bible. Walk in obedience because the blessing of Adam and Abraham is upon me. And the blessing is going to go to you and your grandchildren. You need to keep passing this truth upon your children. Don't let your children stay home watching TV on Sunday. Bring them to church. Get them to know the Word of God. And let them believe and expect that the blessing of Abraham will be upon them as well. You need to educate your children. Amen? Amen. Don't let them go wild, do whatever, and then they're going to lose. Because it's still human decision. We call free will to keep the blessing or to blow it off. You can keep the blessing, but if your children don't want to, they can blow it off. That's what happened to many sons of King David or children of Israel in next generation to come. They blew the blessing off by disobedience. Amen? So, let us have experience of the blessing of God. Submit to the authority. Submit to the Word of God. Don't become doubtful and discouraged. Amen? Everyone say, resist the devil. When the devil comes in, what do you do? You resist the devil. Everyone say, put on the armor of God. Everyone say, stand in faith. Submit to God. Obey God. Exercise my authority. In the name of Jesus. I choose faith. I don't choose wonder. I don't choose doubt. I'm going to stay in faith. Is there sickness in the Garden of Eden before Adam fell? Is there any poverty? Is there any broken relationship? Is there any curse in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 1 and 2? None. Only the blessing. That's why Jesus came to put this back to us. John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Jesus promised he wants to give us life, the blessing. He took the curse on his body on the tree, and he wants to give us life and the blessing. The blessing is good. The blessing is biblical. Amen? When I prepared this teaching, I told Pastor Da, wow, everything that I read from the Bible about the blessing really happened to me since I accepted Jesus Christ. I feel that the whole story in the Bible happened again to me. It's the thing that happened to Joseph, the thing that happened to Abraham, to Apostle Paul, it happened to me in this generation. So I can walk in the blessing of God. John chapter 14, verses 16 to 21. This is how Jesus helped us in this generation to walk in the blessing. Listen carefully. John 14, 16 to 21. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, but he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, 
whom the world cannot receive because it neither see him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer, the world will see me no more, but you will see me, because I live and you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. The blessing come by the presence of the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised the believer that he will give the Holy Spirit to dwell on the inside of every believer, and also upon the believer. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us the power to produce, multiply, and fill the earth. To produce the Garden of Eden everywhere we go, the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus gives us the blessing through the Holy Spirit. That's why Galatians three say that the blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles like you and me, according to the promise of the Holy Spirit in verse 14. The Holy Spirit is promised by God to bring the blessing to us, but that is what Jesus did. Jesus died on the cross. He gave us the Holy Spirit. What do we need to do? He said, okay, you can walk in the Spirit. You can have the full manifestation and the work of the Holy Spirit in you. Or you can quench Him. You can block Him. You can make Him not be able to help you. How are you going to allow the Holy Spirit to fully manifest and work in you and through you to produce the blessing in your life. What Jesus say in verse 21, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. The key of allowing the Holy Spirit to fully help you is to walk a life of obedience. You obey God. You obey God, you obey the logo, whatever the Bible say. You obey the rhema, whatever the Spirit tells you to do. 27, 28 years ago, the Holy Spirit showed up in my bedroom and told me to start the church, to take care of God's people. 27 years ago, before New Hope started. I obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. I am blessed. Now I am blessed. Because in the past 28 years, I am still walking in obedience to pastor this church. I walk in obedience. Amen? In the year 2004, when God said, start recording teaching into CD and MP3 and give to people that want it for free of charge. It's not free because I have to invest my time. But people get free of charge. I do it. I did it. I have done it. I obey Rema for my life. Amen? I obey the logo, the Bible. 
Whatever God says in the Bible, I want to obey. When you love Jesus, you obey the word. He said that He will make Himself manifest. The presence of God will show up everywhere you go. Next time, we're going to learn about God shows up for Joseph. We're going to learn about Joseph next time about the blessing. We're going to see the example of the blessing upon one of Jacob's son named Joseph. Everywhere he went, the presence of God. The Bible say God was with him. The presence of the Holy Spirit was with him. We're going to learn about his life, how the blessing worked in his life everywhere he went. How many people want the blessing work everywhere you go? Whatever company you are in, whatever city you live in, the presence of God will be with you. The anointing, the blessing will be around you. Everywhere you go, you will create the Garden of Eden there. When you get into the company, the company almost bankrupt. When you get in, the company prosper. When you marry a person, that person was sick and poor. When you marry that person, because you bring in the blessing, that person become prosperous and wealthy and healthy. When you walk into the church, the church almost collapse. When you walk in, the church get blessed because you are the man and the woman. Who carry the blessing of Abraham everywhere you go, and everywhere you go, that blessing will make the Garden of Eden in that area expanding out. How are you gonna do it? Have faith, stand in faith, kick the devil out of your house, of your area, of your garden. Don't listen to him. Stay in the Word. Put on the armor of God, and walk. A life of obedience. Let me read this scripture before I close the sermon. It's not in the PowerPoint, but I read anyway. Deuteronomy, chapter twenty-eight. Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight. The Bible say, "Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, that is Rama, the voice of the Holy Spirit, to observe." Carefully, all his commandments. That is local. The word recorded in the Bible, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you. How many people want the blessing come upon you? Chase after you. You say too much, and the blessing continue to chase after you. you say oh, too much. And God said, "No, no, not too much. I want to give you more. I'm the God of the running over. I'm the God of more than enough. I'm the God of the twelve basket full left over. The the blessing come upon you, overtake you. I like that, huh? You cannot go anywhere. The blessing wrap around you, and you cannot get it out. The blessing of God is upon you, overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city." Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, your business, your the increase of your herds and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. 
in any place, any business that you do. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. And the Lord will command the blessing, this one without S, the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Adam. He will command the blessing on you. I like that. I see the heavenly father in heaven sit on the throne. Blessing on new hope. Blessing on all the members of new hope. Blessing on their children. Blessing of Abraham. He command. How many people see that? This is how I live, you know. Everywhere I go, every morning I wake up, I imagine to see the blessing on my body. I want to teach you that way, okay? Every day, you see the blessing on your life. And everywhere you go, that blessing will work for you. Everyone, make your hand like this. The blessing on me. Oh, I like that. It's true. The blessing is on you. Everywhere you go. That's how I live. Every day I wake up, the blessing is on me. Oh, good. The blessing. Hallelujah. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand and He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to Himself just as He has sworn to you. If you keep, if you keep, you need to do your part. He did His part. You need to do your part. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, then all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you, and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods, the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you His good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. Oh, I like that. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head, not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. If you heed the command, if, everyone say if. That's your job. That's your responsibility. That's what you need to do. Okay? If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right and to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. You have only one God. No idolatry. Amen? Seek the kingdom of God first. Obey God. And you can walk everywhere. People may not see the word blessing on your body, but the blessing is on you everywhere. Everywhere. The blessing. The blessing. Everywhere you go. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone said the blessing is the original plan of God. In Genesis chapter 1, the blessing is still the plan of God for me today through Christ Jesus. The blessing is upon me. I promise God. I will walk by faith. I will get into the Word. I will believe in what the Word say. 
I will practice the word. I obey the word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you, Lord, for educating your children in this house. The truth regarding the blessing of Adam, the blessing of Abraham, the blessing that came through Jesus Christ, the last Adam. Lord, we believe. That the blessing belongs to the believers. We believe, Lord, that you send your Holy Spirit to us to help us, to lead us, to show us what to do each day. We want to hear the voice of the Spirit of God, the Rema. We want to be diligent in reading the words of God in the Bible. Lord, we're going to experience the blessing. The blessing will be manifest in our life, and we want to walk in obedience to you, Lord. O oh Lord, bless us, the children of Abraham, by faith, so that we can go and bless the nations. We will have more than enough in every thing, abound in every good work, and fulfill. The purpose and the vision of heaven in our generation, Lord. Let the whole earth see that Christianity is not a lie, is not man-made religion, but God is real, and we believe in the living God. Use us, Lord, to bring the local people in America who turn away from churches, turn away from Christianity. To see the reality of Jesus Christ in this generation, Lord, Lord, many people in this nation turn away from you to other religions, Lord. But use us, Lord, in this nation to be your missionary, to bring the blessing back to this society. Everywhere we go, Lord, the blessing will work for us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Is there anyone in this room who don't know Jesus Christ? I like to encourage you to receive Jesus Christ, the last Adam, into your life, and repent of your sin. If you want to do that, bow your head and close your eyes and pray with me. Just pray with me right now, Father in heaven. I give my life to you, Lord. I proclaim. And believe that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. He paid for my sin. He is my Lord. Forgive me, Lord. I will turn away from my sin. I will walk in obedience with you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come into my life. In your name, I pray. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have the idea that I like to bring all the children to here, and we're gonna pray that the blessing of Abraham will be upon our children to the next generation. 
if somebody can help me to bring all the children to the front here. Including the the youth to the youth. All the youth, all the young people, all the children, come out here. The rest of people stand up and stretch out your hand. This is still holy place. Don't get up and talk now. Come out here, children. Let's have faith together. Have faith that our children will be blessed. Just move closer to the front. Some of you can come up here because we don't have enough. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many people want to see the children blessed in the year to come? How many people believe that the blessing will go on to the next generation? Amen. Hallelujah. All the children are here yet? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Bible say that before Jacob passed away, he called the children of Joseph out, lay hand on them, and bless them. It's good that as adult parents, we pray the blessing upon the children, and we believe the children receive by faith. Amen. Now I represent all the parents in this room. And I can, you all stretch out your hand. We're gonna pray for all these children. Believe that the, our children will obey God. All the kids, I want to talk to you. God want to bless you. God bless Abraham, and then God bless his son Isaac, and then God bless his grandson Jacob. And then bless his great grandson Joseph, so the blessing can go from the adult, from the parents down to the thousand generation. But what we need to do is that we need to obey God and love God. I want to encourage all of you to stay in your faith, believe in Jesus, no matter what the school say, no matter what the scientific textbook say that we come from monkey is not true. We come from God. Keep your faith in Jesus and obey God. Study the Bible. Whatever the Bible say, obey the Word of God, and you're gonna walk in the blessing. Amen. You're gonna stay healthy, prosperous, successful, do well, because the blessing of God is upon you. Amen. How many people believe in Jesus until the last day of your life? Believe in Jesus. 
How many people say, I'm going to believe in Jesus? Believe in Jesus. How many people say, I'm going to obey God from now on? Obey God. Obey God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's stretch out our hand and pray. Father, I cannot lay hand on every child in this place right now. But by faith, we believe that you lay hand on them. Bless them. Bless them with the blessing of Abraham. Give them a new heart. The loyal, perfect heart who will love you. They will be like King David, a man after God's own heart. They will be like Ruth, Esther, Mary, the woman of God who fear God and humble herself before the Lord. I pray, Father, that the protection of God will be upon them, that the devil cannot touch our children. Darkness cannot put disease on them. No sickness and disease, no poverty. You will remind them all the time to love Jesus and love the church, love the Word of God. Oh Lord, may your Holy Spirit work in their life and give them more anointing as they grow up, Lord. Put the calling of God upon their life and let them experience the blessing and the tangible presence of God like you did to Joseph, like you did to King David, you did to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Oh Lord, may your grace about in their life. All these young people will grow up to be the servant of the Lord. Some of them will be apostles. Some of them will be prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers. Some of them will be worship leaders. Some of them will be missionaries. And Lord, they will not lack any good things in their life. Prosperity abounding abilities fruitfulness and protection we bless them by faith today we believe the blessing of Abraham will pass into their life in this house the house of blessing Lord because you bless me first I believe where I am right now in this house the blessing will go into everybody like you did to Joseph Lord Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. And all the kids receive by faith and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Everyone say, I love Jesus. Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. I will serve Him. All the days of my life. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.